I'm more surprised his eyeballs didn't bulge out. Sitting crooked. Welcome. The podcast where we make up our own facts. Yeah. And prompt you to do your own research. Because we're not going to do it for you. No. We're just here to laugh. We're just going to do a little, just take take an inch from the internet, and then yeah. laugh for a mile. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. That's exactly what we do. Which works because we're in a car, even though we're not moving. <laughs> so we're taking miles off the transportation. Something about kilometers or miles depending on where you're from have you ever seen those videos of the the people that get like pulled over for um speeding or whatever but they claim i forget what like the movement's called but they're like we're free citizens yeah i'm not driving we're traveling we are free travelers yes (laughs) thomas told me thomas showed me a video and this cop like calmly asked a bunch of times and he ripped the fucking window off yeah. the guy's car. I do not consent! <laughs> okay. It's crazy. Some of them are so insane because they're like filming themselves because we're like, we're filming you so if you, you know, arrest us, you're gonna go to prison and da 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 And like one of them was, it was a couple in the car and they closed the windows and everything and they were still recording from their dash cam or whatever. So they're like, they close all the windows and stuff and they're praying in the car. And they're like, please, Lord, take this demon away from us. Take this demon away from us. Like, referring to the officer. I'm like, <laughs> really? I feel yeah. like that's, that's overkill. That's going to get like... you not arrested. Yeah. But who are we to judge? We make up our own facts. So. <laughs> yeah, we're not driving. We're free podcasting. Yeah. We are podcast citizens of the nation of crooked (laughs) (laughs) yes so what are we talking about today jenna today we're talking about escapes from prison yeah (laughs) attica (laughs) that's riots isn't it (laughs) are they sometimes the same thing prison breaks and riots sometimes yeah i feel like that would be the perfect time yeah it happens i would time it that way I was ever <laughs> well, yeah, that's a whole other thing of how how would you attempt to escape from prison? I have thought about this a lot, but I don't have a solid answer because movies usually solve it for me. <laughs> Fair enough. Like when I was watching Prison Break and it's been a long time. I've since never actually watched Prison Break. The first season is good. Everything else. It, like they broke out of prison. <laughs> In the next couple of seasons, they're not in prison, I think. I've only seen mm. the second after that. It should have been called Prison Broke. <laughs> Past tense, bitches. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I, I've thought about, like, what would I do? But then I just end up getting caught up in the fictional worlds of the, yeah. uh, the prison breaks and the Shawshank Redemptions, and that's yeah. good enough for me. So... To my surprise, because I've never really researched, like, actual prison breaks before. Yeah. Not that far off from movies. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Including Shawshank, which we'll get to. Damn. Yeah. 
I was so surprised at the, like, obviously I knew there was corruption in the world, in the justice system, but yeah. to the frequency that seems to come up is alarming. Oh, dear. Like, we're talking sexual relationships with prisoners and, like, Orange is the New Black shit. Oh, dear. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. All right. So I have a few different stories for us. Crack my brain open. Okay. And then getting solitary something. Yeah. Solitary crooked. <laughs> solitary condiments. <laughs> Salty condiments. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a pile of salt in your little room. Ew. <laughs> so, go on. Okay. Go on. You go. Um, so the first escapee that we'll be talking about is Sarah Jo Pender. Um, and I wasn't sure if this was at the age of her escape, she was 39, or she's current day 39. Didn't feel like doing the math. But she was convicted of murdering her roommates with her boyfriend uh, October 24th in 2000. Okay. But there's all sorts of weird controversy around her innocence. Like, there's... She pleaded... Continues to plead innocence... Um, she said there was all sorts of issues with the evidence. There's, like, people forming petitions and, like, groups and communities saying, like, no, but Sarah Pender's innocent and da 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 Surrender Pender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Surrender Pender. Um, some people in the media, for some reason, are calling her the female Charles Manson. I don't see the association, but apparently they're referring to the manipulation that she had over her boyfriend convincing him to like kill her or like kill her, her roommates. roommates and stuff so she was sent to the rockville correctional facility which is in, in which is in indiana um she had a behind bars affair with one of the prison guards scott spittler and he was married with kids and everything oh he was like charming fellow getting it in orange i guess um <laughs> And she also had a prison wife, Jamie Long, who was an older woman and a cellmate of hers at one point. So her actual escape. So Sarah Sarah had promised Scott $15,000 to help her escape. So for that, he slipped her a cell phone so that she could coordinate with both him and her prison wife, who was at this time out of prison, okay. um, to coordinate her escape. And... On August 4th, 2008, he went into, or she went into the prison gym and changed into civilian clothes that Scott had stashed for her. Oh, man. And then she put her inmate clothes in, like, the ceiling, like, above the ceiling what? tiles. Where are all the other people? I feel like one of the things about prison is that there's no privacy. <laughs> Isn't that, like, the whole... Yeah. Like, that's the biggest shock, I but think, maybe, for some people. But maybe he was monitoring that section of the uh, prison or something at that time. Fucking Scott. Yeah. Never trust a Scott. <laughs> so, once she was in her civilian clothes, she walked to the fueling area, like, where they gas up the trucks and stuff, I guess. Yep. Um, and that's where she met Scott, and he was in his prison van. So, she walked to the fueling area where she met Scott uh, with his prison van, and she hopped in and hid under the seat. He drove through a prison gate where he knew that the guard wouldn't check his van. Okay. Um, or give him an inspection. And he dropped Sarah off at a parking lot where Jamie, her ex-prison wife, picked her up and dropped her off and gave her 140 bucks. That's it? Here's 140 bucks? Yep. <laughs> For what? Oh, just to, like, 
get her started. Get her where she needs to go. Hotel. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, damn. So, at the prison, Sarah was discovered missing during an inmate count. So, that resulted in a maximum security lockdown. Scott was eventually arrested uh, after the surveillance identified him as helping as well as his his other lovely acts. Okay. So he was charged with assisting a criminal, official misconduct, sexual misconduct, and trafficking an inmate and was given eight years in jail. Oof. Jamie was arrested after Scott gave her up. So she went she went back to prison for seven years. October 2008, there was an America's Most Wanted episode run about Sarah. And at this time, she was the only female to make the U.S. Marshals' 15 Most Wanted list. Ha! Huh. So Sarah had ended up settling in Chicago under the name Ashley Thompson, and she found a job as an estimator for a contractor. December 22nd in 2008, there was an America Most Wanted rerun of the same episode, and her neighbor called the police. So when the police arrived, Sarah denied her identity, uh, identity but eventually she did... Uh, she didn't resist. She went in. She's placed in solitary confinement until January 2014. Um, January 25th, 2018, she was transferred back to the Rockville prison where she first escaped from. Huh. And she'll be eligible for parole in April 4th, 2054. Holy shit. How old is she? She's 39 when she got arrested? Yeah. Yeah, you're not getting that, honey. <laughs> Next escape we'll be talking about are the Texas Seven. So this is a group of seven prisoners who escaped from the John B. Connolly unit on December 13th, 2000. So this group consisted of Joseph Garcia, who at the time was 29, um, Randy Halperin, who was 23, Larry Harper, 37, Patrick Murphy Jr., 39, Donald Newberry, 38, George Rivas Jr., 30, and Michael Rodriguez, 38. So the escape itself, uh, the group had planned... Because there's so many of them, it was kind of simultaneous plans going on at the same time that had to kind of coincide. So at 11.20, uh, this was considered the lunch hour, which was a slow period, quote, slow period Mm -hmm. in the prison, um, because there was lower surveillance in some areas. So what they did was they ended up overpowering and restraining nine civilian maintenance guys, four correctional officers, and three uninvolved inmates. Oh. So... They kind of tag teamed it and would be like one guy would call someone else over, like one of the maintenance guys or whatever, and then another guy would come out from behind and knock him unconscious from the back. Ah! And then they would tie them up, gag them, or sorry, take their clothes, tie them up, gag them, and then they had this one electrical room that they gained access to from the keys of one of the maintenance guys. Oh! And they locked them all in there. Oh, damn. So they took, um, their identities, their visas, the money on them, all that stuff, and they switched clothes. So now they look like maintenance guys. Um, At the same time, other people in the group were impersonating prison officers on the phones and created false stories to kind of ward off suspicion from the other officers. Oh. So three of the seven um, went to the back gate of the prison dressed as maintenance people and they were pretending to install video surveillance at the same time um another three raided nearby guard towers attacked the guard same thing knocked them unconscious stole their clothes tied them up and everything and they stole weapons from the towers as well damn so four stayed to make calls to other guards to distract them um 
and another stole maintenance a maintenance pickup truck and picked up the other three. Fuck. So now they're all back together. Michael, uh, his parents actually helped, and they picked up the group at a Walmart parking lot where they abandoned the van. Um, <laughs> so since they had, like, no money, the group robbed a radio shack shortly after, and then they checked into a <laughs> motel under assumed names. Um, about a week later, on December 24th, they robbed a sporting goods store. They robbed a sporting goods store, and they stole 40 guns and ammunition. So during this, they, like, came in, took over, same thing. They, um, like, tied everyone up, gagged them, and all that stuff. But there was one off-duty associate who was standing outside, like, out back. Yeah. Who saw everything going on, so they called the cops. So one officer who was on duty came. Oh. Aubrey Hopkins. He arrived and was immediately ambushed by all seven members and he ended up sustaining 11 gunshot wounds and they ran over him what the fuck so he did arrive to the hospital but he died shortly after oh damn so now they're wanted for murder too yep so (laughs) you'll see this as a theme uh january 2001 there was an america's most wanted episode and several people called in potential sightings so apparently the seven had turned had tried to pass as missionaries in, like, a trailer park. (laughs) (laughs) And their neighbors said that they were always blasting Christian music. Oh, yeah, Um, sure. Yeah, and at this point, they're in Colorado. Oh, my God. (laughs) Missionaries. You're on a mission. So, (laughs) those who, after the the sightings were called in, um, Garcia, Rodriguez, and Rivas were followed from an RV park to a gas station. They were arrested. Halpern and Harper were found in an RV. Halpern immediately surrendered, but Harper, like, tried to stand up and brought out his gun and all that, and eventually ended up shooting himself in the chest <laughs> in, like, a standoff. <laughs> the other two were fi- were found hiding in a Holiday Inn and were arrested, but they made some weird deal on upon their arrest that they would be given television time to speak freely. And they were granted it, and they went on a rant about, like, how um, broken the judicial system is. Oh. Yep. So did they all stay together? Like, as soon as they got out, or is this shortly after? Like, as soon as you get out of prison, I would not want to stay with the people that I got out of prison with. No, for most part, they stayed together, because they did all the subsequent, like, robberies and shit together. Why? (laughs) I don't know. Why? I mean, I mean, I'm asking this of the people who shoot themselves in the chest and go on a mission to fucking trailer parks, but like, yeah. Oh, if it were me, I would just be like, keep your fucking distance, right? Yeah. It's like machine gun fire. Like the farther you are away, the safer you are yeah. from those fucking people. Yeah, you would think. I don't know, or maybe it's like no one else is going to know that you're an escaped convict, so maybe it's nice to have. Someone who knows where you came from. I think you're giving these guys a lot of credit. I don't know. <laughs> they just want friends. I don't know. They want to have their pals. So at the end of it, uh, Joseph Garcia is on death row. He's serving a 50-year sentence. Ooh. Randy Halperin on death row, serving a 30-year sentence. Larry Harper, uh, he's the one who committed suicide. Um, Patrick Murphy Jr. on death row, 50-year sentence. Donald Newberry, he was executed, serving a 99-year sentence. George Rivas Jr. was executed, serving 
18 consecutive life sentences. Jesus. And Michael Rodriguez was executed serving 99 to life. Oh, so the guy who shot himself in the chest did it purposely. Yeah. Oh, I thought he just, like, it was a misfire. Like, no, whoops. No, 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 no. Okay, all right. Yeah, Ignore he was my like, last comment he, then. He tried to, uh, tried to fight back, basically, and was like, well, this is a losing battle. Bang. Okay. Yeah. Jesus, you get, you get the death penalty for escaping jail? Well, I mean, I guess on top of their other stuff, because some oh. of them were, like, murderers. Oh, so... So from this their is original like, crime. This is everything together. Yeah, this is not, everything okay. combined. Okay, I was gonna say like, I don't know. Being on death, being on death row, you probably would want to escape. I feel like you'd have more of a drive to get out because you've nothing to lose. Yeah, I guess so. But then, if you're gonna get the death penalty for escaping, then I don't know. Yeah, Texas, let us know. I don't know. Die trying. <laughs> Something about in the club. Yeah. <laughs> so this next one is Richard Matt and David Sweat. Um, so Richard was a convicted murderer in the States, and he had multiple escapes in and out. Fuck, man. <laughs> so in 1986, he climbed a fence to escape um, Erie County Correctional Facility. And at this time, he was serving one year for assault, and this lasted four days before he was arrested again. <laughs> His second attempt was in 1991, um, and it wasn't so much an escape, but he convinced, somehow convinced a random inmate to pay for his bail. Oh, I feel like you can convince people to do a lot <laughs> of things in prison. If you have the right leverage. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> if the movies have taught me anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... So in 2006, Matt escaped from a Mexican prison by climbing onto the roof, and he was shot by guards, but he didn't die, and his son, quote, said, he's been shot, like, nine times. It's like they can't kill him. He's not a cat. <laughs> Fuck. So, yeah, June 6, 2015, uh, at this point he was serving 25 to life for murder, um, at this time, he's 48, and David Sweat, his accomplice, 34. They planned a Shawshank-esque escape. Okay. Where they... What the fuck is this? Who laughs like that? I don't know. Kill these people. <laughs> Arrest that man. <laughs> uh, it was kind of confusing, but it looked like... One of them had very skilled portraits and drawings that they did of celebrities that they traded with prison guards for. And I think that's how they got their tools. Okay. So they also li were living in privileged housing for good behavior. Oh, okay. I'm not really sure what that entails in a, in a prison setting. But apparently they had privileged housing and they used these tools to dig a 500-foot tunnel. Oh, out of the prison. Fuck. So they did make it. Um, and... A little under a month later, June 26, so 20 days, Richard was shot and killed by Border Patrol. Um, David did escape initial capture, but he was shot and arrested two days later. Jesus. Yep. How'd they cover the hole? I don't know. Poster? That's a good question. The artwork from their fellow inmates? Oh, maybe. <laughs> ah, Stephen King. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so... 
this last one that I have is uh, Alfred George Hines or Alfie Houdini Hines. He also escaped from capture multiple times or like from prison multiple times. Um, so he was a British criminal. He was serving 12 years for robbery and had a life of like petty theft and like minor arrests and that sort of thing. Okay. So during World War II, he actually deserted the armed forces and started his robbery spree. Huh. Um, and in 1953, he was arrested for a 90,000 jewelry robbery, and the items were never found. He $90,000? Yeah, $90,000 okay. worth of jewelry. Jesus, back then too, eh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, none of the items were ever recovered. He pleaded not guilty, but was sentenced to 12 years. So... He escaped from Nottingham Prison. <laughs> Where's the sheriff? <laughs> uh, uh. Uh. <laughs> so he was. <laughs> he was able to be to stay free uh, for 256 days in this escape. So he somehow snuck through locked doors and scaled a 20-foot prison wall. He worked as a builder slash decorator in Ireland and throughout Europe, and in 56 was arrested. Um, but he pursued a lawsuit against the system, say, <laughs> claiming wrongful or um, wrongful arrest. After he escaped? <laughs> After he escaped. Under what conditions? I don't know. But this guy was known for playing the system. And finding loopholes. Sure. Yeah. So that didn't go out well, so he stayed in prison. So his second attempt um, was actually while he was appearing in court, and his escape lasted just five hours. <laughs> but he got out. But he got out. So <laughs> he obviously had, like, heavy security and was escorted and all that, but he used this appearance in court to have someone smuggle him a padlock. And what he did was he requested to go to the bathroom. So his two, like, armed guards escorted him to the bathroom, took off his handcuffs. And when they did, he pushed them basically into, like, a bathroom stall and padlocked it. Oh. So they couldn't get out. And then he, because it was, like, a courthouse and it was busy, he just kind of, like, slithered through the crowd and what? got out. Damn. Yep. So... He did go back to jail, so he escaped from Kelmsford Prison, and this escape lasted two years. So I couldn't find, granted I didn't look too, too hard, but I couldn't find in the articles that I read how he escaped this time, but he lived for two years as a used car dealer, and he was ultimately caught because he was, excuse me, stopped and arrested for driving an unregistered vehicle. Well, they do say that used car dealers are crooks. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah, so he continued to fight arrest, um, still pled innocence. But the weird thing here was that, like, he was fighting. Um, so he did continue to fight arrest. And at this time, I said that, you know, he was good at finding loopholes and kind of taking advantage of the legal system. Yeah. So at this time, British law didn't see British escapes as misdemeanors or, like, infractions. Okay. So he tried to fight getting sent back to prison, which was initially originally denied, um, and he was given six more years, but he, again, through loopholes, was eventually pardoned. What? And let out. This guy. Right? So, yeah. <laughs> 
that's uh that's that and what spurred all this was i heard i heard a story a recent story of a guy in brazil who same thing shawshank style tried to dig a tunnel and he he dug it and he was almost there but it was so narrow and there wasn't enough air that he passed out from <laughs> lack of oxygen yeah that'll do it yeah oh yeah did did he die or the brazil guy yeah yeah i think he died oh man yeah so close so close but it just like it just blew like what why i found this interesting was i was like like you said this is the shit from the movies yeah and like tv and there were other ones about like riots and how you know in some cases, prisoners took over wings or whatever of the prison or wards of the prison and that sort of stuff. And I'm like, okay, again, last season of Orange is New Black or whatever, I'm like, I thought that was bullshit and was like, okay, you've gone too far, like, too far out of reality. But that shit happens. Yeah, it actually just happened. There was a, oh, I don't know what state it was in, um, but there was a, like, a mini prison riot. Yeah. Just, like, last week or two weeks ago somewhere in the U.S. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> like holy shit i mean like it it makes sense that it could happen yeah because you're vastly outnumbered well yeah that's just it it's kind of like at the end of the day i can imagine that when you get a certain number of people together it's kind of a matter of why not yeah and if you've got like i said if you've got nothing to lose and your life is just miserable and shit and you're going to be there forever in this miserable shithole like yeah, best case scenario, you get out. Best case scenario, you get shot down and you don't have to deal with it anymore. Yeah, like, like fuck. Just crazy. Just don't get arrested. That and in, in all the corruption, like, I couldn't believe, you know, that scenarios like Sarah and Scott exist, where there are affairs within prison between guards and oh yeah inmates and like i figured it happened but again go just kind of scanning through other articles that i did to pick out the ones that i wanted to focus on it's like how does this happen this much <laughs> like are we not interviewing these people i don't understand oh man i'm surprised you didn't do bundy uh, i know i know he's his own he's his own man yeah <laughs> he's gonna be his own thing someday in the future of our podcast but yeah yeah, like, it scares me when, like, prolific serial killers get out of prison. Yeah, because you think it, well, I mean, it's also, like, a lot of, I guess, hindsight, but, you know, you see them as so big, so you think that even at the time, they would be like, all right, 54 people watching them and a thousand padlocks and, like, you know what I mean? But at the time, they're just, they're kind of just treated like any other inmate right right? because was he convicted at that point or was he just oh i don't remember yeah because i think that that might change if it wasn't a max security prison i don't Mm. i don't know what it was we should probably look that up probably should have looked that up before i started (laughs) saying stuff but that's how we roll shit man yeah was it him no it must have been him and because i don't who like he just stopped eating so that he could like slither through certain parts because it sounds like that yeah. spider guy in the in the attic, but it was, yeah. it was actually it was actually Bundy or Dahmer. I don't think Dahmer ever escaped. No, I don't think it was Dahmer. But like, yeah, he like yeah, it's, I do. Ah! Yeah, that story just sounded really familiar. Ugh. Unrelated. Have you seen um, Ted Bundy's? <laughs> Have you seen Ted Bundy's corpse lately? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh man. Well, because when they 
let's let's take this back to the Green Mile. Okay. All the prison Stephen King things. Yeah. Um, is they shave your head so that the sponge can absorb the electricity. Oh, okay, yeah. Into your... Yeah. Everything so that it's more conductive. Conducive? Conducive. Condu- well, conductive as in electricity yeah. or conducive as in, like, works better. Both. Isn't it the both? Okay, yeah. Both. Okay. <laughs> can it be both? Both, both, both. Both? Oh, God. Yeah, bring it back. Um, yeah, well, they shaved his head. I don't know if he was bald in prison, but they shaved his head, and he just looks like this weird, like, Nosferatu fucking character. <laughs> like, you know it's Bundy, because you can see, like, the, the cheekbones and the nose and the chin, but I'm just like... Well, especially that. him, because his his look changed so many times over the year. I gotta look up bald Bundy now. Oh, it's okay. Just look up his corpse. <laughs> just look up his corpse. I don't like his weird, like, Elvis 70s weird fucking uh, triangle hair that he had. Oh. Not pretty, eh? Look at this corpse. Tell me what you think. (laughs) It's a lot more well-preserved than I thought. Well, he's fresh off the freaking slab, man. Yeah, but still. Yeah, we haven't really talked about doing... Heavy hitters. Yeah, well, we, like we've mentioned it a couple of times, but we've never approached hard, like not a hard commitment to yeah. like this way. Like we did the Wests. Yeah. And then, um, like GSK. Yeah. But like other than that, I don't know. I guess, I guess 16, this will be 17 episodes in. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure that'll be on the rise, but it's so hard to like have a fresh perspective on these guys especially Mm -hmm. like the stories that are finished like Dahmer, Bundy, Gacy, whoever yeah because like we know what happened Mm -hmm. you know like they're they're gone their crimes are over and we could talk about it but it's it's been done yeah I guess so I don't know we'll have to see maybe we'll have a we'll pick our top three or something like that yeah that might be fun Plus, I'm reading um, A Stranger Beside Me mm. right now. I'm, like, halfway through. Yeah. So good. Uh, so good. Damn, man. Yeah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. I thought I had more prison things. Watch Prison Break. I thought one of the coolest things in Prison Break was when he gets... Like, his The whole premise is that he's trying to get his brother out of jail. Okay. But, like, he gets, like, this big-ass back tattoo of, like, the prison map. Okay. So he's trying to, like, he's always trying to look in the mirror and try trying to figure out, like, how to navigate it to get out. Like, yeah. I think that develops later in the plot, but at one point he, like, burns a, por- a part of it, so mm. he can't remember. So he has to find an inmate who's got, like, this, like... Super memory? Yeah, who's, like... Oh, yeah, I saw this part. Can you make up this part of my back? I'm just going off of memory yeah. from, like, a year and a half, two years ago. So there's that. But yeah. it's pretty I, good. The I first season's just, good. I always just veered away from Prison Break because my aunt and cousin were, like, super into it when it first started. Yeah. But they were like, oh, my God, he's so hot. Uh, like, he's not, though. And I was like, Neither of them are. Oh, I'm so sick of hearing about it. I just can't even watch it myself. I was in the same boat. And once you... Once you're not around that, <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, okay, I can actually enjoy the plot. Uh, but yeah, they're not. I don't know. They're okay, but they're not. They're not my type. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, whatever your name is. So yeah, yeah. this is sitting crooked. 
It is. <laughs> the podcast. This is, oh my god. It's bad stuff. This episode was hard. It's hot. Yeah. Hot. To keep focused. We well, that's what I mean. Like, we... We are sweating our tits off for you people. So reach out and tell us how much you appreciate us. (laughs) Reach out and (laughs) thank our tits. Grab our musty tits. (laughs) (laughs) Just Uh, slide your hand right. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so. Lift and separate. If we haven't grossed you out by now. Yeah. uh, Don't forget to subscribe and check us out on Facebook. All the things. Twitter. Twitter. Instagram. We're also, Uh, we're hosted by Podbean. Yeah. Which is lovely. And uh, yeah, we're on Google Play and iTunes. So uh, check us out. Look us up. Subscribe. Said that already? (laughs) Email us. again. (laughs) Double subscribe. Tell your friends. Get your prison escapee mates to subscribe. (laughs) Grab your sweaty tits and subscribe. That's right. Do it. Do it. We're waiting. (laughs) Good. <laughs>